We're going to be learning the Kutisichnes Chelet Hazvav, the third sicha for Parshas Vayetze. This is a beautiful sicha. It's a sicha. It's a Hasidic sicha where the Rebbe explains the idea of the Aliyah and Neshama and the concept of Dir Patachtainim based on a Ramban in this week's parsha. So in this week's parsha, right at the beginning, it tells us that uh, Yaakov, on his way to Har, he makes a he makes a nether, and he says like this. He says that Yaakov makes a nether saying that if Hashem will be with me and he'll guard me in the way that I'm going and gives me bread to eat and clothing to wear, Pastor Chafalov continues, and I will return in peace to my father's house, and Hashem will be a God to me, then this stone, which I've set as a pillar, will be a house of Hashem, and whatever Hashem gives me, I'll give a miser. So the Mepharshim will ask, how is it that Yaakov's making a tanah? He's making a condition. When will Hashem lila lakim? When will it be that Evan Hazois, I will do all of these things, giving Maeser? This is only if Hashem will be with me. Hayitachin, Yaakov's making a tanah. It's, it's an avayda al-manasla kabapras. That doesn't seem fitting for the avayda of Yaakov. So some of us want to give some, a very basic answer. An answer they're saying is that this neder itself was something extra. He doesn't have to uh, make a basic lakim. He doesn't have to give miser. So therefore, since the whole thing was extra, therefore it was based on the tonight. But still, based on Yaakov's love that he was a markavah Hashem, it's hard to say that even w- w- something which is a nadav, or something which is not obligatory, he would make it, make it conditional. Elamai, the vart is that Yaakov was saying, in order for me to fulfill this nether, I need to have these conditions fit, uh, met. In order for me to make the nether, I need to, be, I need to have clothing, I need to be protected, I need to be able to return to my father's home. Only if I have all of those conditions, then I'm able to do the nether. So the tenayim are not the main part. He's not saying, I'll, Hashem, the main thing is I need these things, and if you do it, then I'll, then I'll you know, make this nether for you. On the contrary, the main thing with Yaakov saying is, I want to be able to do this nether. But in order for me to do this nether, I need these things. The Ramban actually says it even maybe a, a stronger way. He says that we know that the word im could sometimes mean kasher, when. Like we find by Yovel, it uses this expression of, um, um, it says, im yeh ha-yovel of Yisrael, if there will be a Yovel. It doesn't mean if, it means when there will be a, a Yovel for B'nai Yisrael. So many times in Torah, im means when. So what Yaakov's saying is that when these things happen, not if, he knows for sure they're going to happen. When these things happen, then I will be able to fulfill my nether to Hashem. So that's, according to the Ramban, it's actually Beferish in the Psukim, that he's saying that when these things happen, this is when I will be able to fulfill um, this nether. So there is a Machoikis, the Rashi Ramban, exactly how to read these Psukim. And the question is really based on the words, it says, there's three Psukim, Pasuk Chaf begins the nether, Pasuk of Aleph continues with the Shaft Mishalom Beis Avi, continues the Nether, and, uh, and Pasuk of Beis, uh, sorry, Pasuk Chaf is the Tanai. Pasuk of Aleph continues with the Tanai returning to his father's home, and then Pasuk of Beis is the Nether. But the Shaila is in the second Pasuk, which is Pasuk of Aleph, it says the words, V'hayya Hashem lila lakim. So Mufarshim argues, V'hayya Hashem lila lakim, part of the Tanai, or is it part of the Nether? So Rashi holds it's part of the, um, it's 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 part of the it's part of the tonight. The question really is, it, how could it be part of the nether? 
that Hashem, if all these things happen, then Hashem will be a God, then Hashem will be an Elohim for me. It doesn't seem to make sense that Yaakov is basing this, that Hashem will be a God, his God, based on if he gets all those things which are part of the nether. Therefore, Rashi's learns, according to many Farshim, that what does it mean by Hashem Lelikim? This is part of the Tanayim. That one of the Tanayim is that Hashem will be God to me. This means, as Rashi explains, that his name will rest upon me from beginning to end, that no defect shall be found in my offspring. So from the beginning of his avayda to the end of his avayda, and the end, meaning even his children, they should all be serving Hashem. So that's one of the tanaim he needs in order to make uh, the next pasik, which is Avon that this stone will be a base of Hakim and I'll be able to give you maestro. So that's one of the tanaim. So it doesn't mean that if, if Hashem gives me these uh, tanaim, then only then can I make him my God. No, that, that doesn't make any sense. Rather, one of the Tanaim is that Hashem will be a God for me from the beginning until the end, that even my children will be following the ways of Hashem. That's how Rashi learns it. But the Rambam learns it as part of the Nether, that Shakti B'Shalom is the last tonight, and that Hashem Li'olikim is actually part of the Nether. And he explains what does it mean that Hashem will be a my God. The reasoning is, he's saying that when that that once all these things happened and I returned to my father's home, which is in Eretz Yisrael, then I'm able to make this stone, in the place of this stone, could be a base elokim, and I'm able to do Maiser. And this is the side of what it says in Gemara Ksubis, that whoever lives in Chutzarts as if he doesn't have a God. The Ramban explains this uh, in much detail in another place in his commentary on the Chumash. But the basic idea is that when you're serving Hashem in heir to soul to a much higher level of service. So what he's basically saying is that when you give me the capability to return to Hashem, to return to heir to soul, then I'll be able to make Hashem, Yudke Vavke, my God. Because I'll be back in heir to soul, then I can make Yudke Vavke, my God. I'm able to make uh, him my God in Babakim Eben Hazais, in the place of this stone. So the question is, and the focus of the Sikhul will be really on the Ramban, not really on Rashi. The focus is that according to the Ramban, he, he tells us that this second Pasuk, is really split in two. The first part is the Tanai, and the second part is the Nether. So the question is, if the second part of the Pasuk is part of the Nether, and even more than that, it's part of the nether in such a way that Ha'evan Azois, he's saying is that when I return to Eretz and Hashem Lilakim, I'm able to make this uh, base Amigdash, then why did he even put it all in one Pasuk? According to Rashi, that it's part of the Tanayim, it's understood. There's, it, 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 it's its own Pasuk, Shafi B'Shalom and Hashem Lilakim is a t- part of the Tanayim, so therefore it has a Pasuk together. But according to Ramban, why would, have the, why would the Torah put part of the Kim Ha'nether, the, the, the nether, part of the Kim Ha'nether, in, in, in a Pasuk which is connected to the Tanai. It doesn't seem to make a lot of logical sense. So the explanation is, and this is really going to be the focus of the Sicha, is that we're going to see how the idea of Shaft B'Shalom Beis Avi has a very deep connection to the idea of Ahayi Hashem Lilalikim. And because of that deep connection that the, this part of the Tanai has to the, the nether of Hashem Lilalikim, therefore it was put together. Because the connection of those two is even a greater connection than the idea of Avon Hazais, Ashasantim, and Seva, Yerbei Now let's go into the Sicha, the, the, the essence of the Sicha itself. So the Sicha explains that when Yaakov went down to Haram, 
Um, this was, he left Eretz Yisrael to go down to Har. This was a Yerida, which is Sarch Aliyah. And the Aliyah that Yaakov Vino had was in three aspects. The first aspect was that he wasn't affected by his Seviva. He wasn't affected by the Ashfah. He left the house of love in Shalom Menachem. Uh, as the Rebbe says, this is Alderich, but Loi Mamish, the idea of the Milo of the Balchuva, as the Rama explains it. The Milo of the Balchuva is that he tasted the taste of sin, but he's able to still conquer his Yitzhar, that even though he has a strong, a very powerful urge to do a particular Avera because he knows how enjoyable and Gishmak it is, but nonetheless, the, the Balchuva has this quality that even Atsani doesn't have, that he, he has the strength to over, to Koivish, to conquer over his Yitzhar and to remain uh, true to Hashem. So, in a similar way, would be the Mile of Yaakov Avinu. When he was in Eretz Yisrael, he was with his father, who's a Yeshiv Ayol. Um, he, he, he didn't have the same types of temptations. He didn't have those temptations. But when he goes down to Haran, then he has those temptations. And his strength is that he's able to remain Shalom and Achayt even when uh, those temptations are, are there. So it's not Mamish the same thing the Rebbe says, because of course, the Balchuba actually tasted, he actually did the Avera, and, and he's pulling himself back. Here, Yaakov never actually fell and did the Avera, but he has those temptations where he is and he's able to hold himself back. The second uh, quality, the second Eloi that Yaakov Avinu had was that he had, was able to fill the mitzvah Puravu. He had the idea of Mitzvah The third quality is, in the Lashon Chassidus, that he was able, when his worth is a Veda of the Tzayin Lava for those 20 years, he was able to Mavar and Mala, the Nitsutse Kedusha, which were in the Tzayin. So he was able to Mala the Nitsutse, he was able to be Mavar the Olam. And through that, the Yifur to each Ma'imai became extremely successful. So just to summarize, the purpose of Yaakov leaving Eretz Yisrael to go to Kharn was a Yerida Tzarech Aliyah. The Aliyah was, A, that he was able to be Koivish Yisitzrei, he was able to remain Shalom and Achet. The second Mala was that he had the ability to make Bitas Yishlem in the midst of Puru and the third Maila is this, that he was able to elevate the sparks of Kedusha, which are in the Sain Lava. And as the Orchaim says, that this is actually also a marshal for the Yerida Sanashama to this world, or uh, he also says that the, the Yerida B'nai Yisrael and Tagalas, that we also find these three levels. That when the Neshama was the Maila by Pachas Kisei it was on the Madriga of A Tzadik shot that all he wants is to serve Hashem and to be connected with Hashem. When it comes down to this world, Hashem, Hashem into body and Hashem, Bahamas, Hashem is hidden. It's much harder to perceive Hashem. And there's other temptations, desires that uh, a person can have. And the Milo of the Shem is that even when he's in this world, when it has the Helen Behester, he's still able to find, he's still able to find Hashem. He's still able to connect to Hashem. As, as the, the Lashon of the Sikha is, that he's able to have the idea of Ruach Tashav Elohim. He's able to have the Mail of the Baal Tshuva. The second Mail is that in this world, you're able to do the Mitzvah Puravu and Torah Mitzvah Spachlal. And the third Mail that you're able to have is that you're able to be Mavar, able to elevate the world. You're able to make this world into a Dira V'tachtayim. So this third Mail, I think it's important to point out, is connected to the first one, meaning is that through uh, the persons of Vaida, Avoid uh, the Balchuba, he's working with the world, he's doing Torah mitzvahs. Through that, he's able to make a Dibbutah Tain. Right? So, so, so there's really two Mailas that are happening to the person. There's one Maila that's happening, Mitzad the Etzam Avaida. The Avaida that he's being this Gabber on the 
this and the hell of the hast of this world, through being misgaber on all the temptations of this world, this reveals a very steep and powerful connection that he has with the Shem. So that's one Milo that he has. And then a second Milo that ha- happens is that through his Avaida of working with the world, that actually causes the world to, be, to become elevated. That causes a fear in the world. This causes a dear B'tachtainim. And because there's a dear B'tachtainim, that causes a second Milo in the person. And we're going to explain that much more in detail, but this is similar, let's say, to Balchuva. So Balchuva has two Milo. So there's one that he, the Etzim Zach, that he's Balchuva, that he has such a deep connection to Hashem. Even after he sins, he's able to return to Hashem. He's able to overpower the temptation to sin. And then there's a second Milo, is that there's a Doinus Nasalei Schuyas, that the various that he did becomes Schuyas. So that's something that he gets because of the Avaida. So the Avaida of becoming a Balchuva also has a, the second, a, a second Milo, which is that he elevates the sins that he has. The same thing with the Neshama comes down to this world. One, it has to be able to reveal a much greater power within him, this idea of the Baal within the Neshama. And the second thing is that it actually makes the world a Dibba which that itself gives him a, a, a very great Milo. And we're going to explain later, uh, specifically in Sibchas and Tess, that there's two Milas that happen to the Neshama. There's one Milo that happens to the Neshama from the actual Bureau of Oilam Hazah, and then there's a second Milo, which is through the Mashal, the Kavana of Hashem, that Hashem wants the Bir of Eilam Hazah to make a Dira, which we're going to differentiate between the idea of being Mavara the Eilam and the idea that this is the Tachos of Kavana to make a Dira. We're going to see these are two levels in, in the Eloi that the Neshama gets through making a Dira B'Tachtayim. Okay, so in this itself, the, the Rebbe is going to actually focus on the first Milo, which is the Milo of Baal and the third one, which is the idea of, of, of making the world a dear chachtainim, that causes the person to be for to each mo'id mo'id, causes the person to get a, the neshama to become, get, become very elevated. The, the second uh, mila, which is the idea of puruhu, the Rebbe doesn't focus on in the sicha. Um, from what I understand through the uh, WhatsApp, the project, the Kutu Sicha WhatsApp, what's, uh, WhatsApp group, this was actually added by the Ksav Yad of the Rebbe afterwards. It wasn't part of the Fabrengen. And when they wrote the sicha down, they, he added the idea of puruhu. Um, and one of the people suggested, I didn't verify this, but one of the people suggested is because at that time the Rebbe was emphasizing, when the Sikh was being printed, the Rebbe was emphasizing the midst of having children. So therefore the Rebbe added, like as its own union, like the special mile of also Puruhu that you're to have. But the original Sikh, and even later on in our Sikh itself, it's not really going to be focused on the idea of Puruhu. It's going to be focused on the mile of the Balchuva and also the mile of what happened, uh, the mile of the Balchuva, meaning this Gabros, the, the quality of the Baal Tshuva of right? And he's also going to explain the Milo, which happens beside the Inyav Tirtachayim. So beside Gufa, in these two Madregas, you could, there, there's the Avoida, which happens through Torah Mitzvahs, right? Being this Gaber on the Nesuyanis not to do Torah Mitzvahs, and of course making a Dirba Tachayim through uh, using physical items in this world to make a Dirba Tachayim. That's one level. And then there's also a second level is working with the Divrei Rishos. Um, so let's explain what that means. So, when Ayid is Oyvid Es Hashem, let's say on the first level is the Baal Tshuva. So Baal Tshuva, let's say by Torah Mitzvahs, let's say he doesn't want to do the Mitzvah. But we know the famous Ramam, that the Emesar Ratzon of the Yid is always to do Torah Mitzvahs, but Yitzroy is Misgaber Allah. His Yitzroy holds him back to doing the right thing. So therefore, what happens is you need to be able to overpower the Yitzroy. In, in a situation of a get, as the case of the Rambam is, that the husband doesn't want to give the get to his wife, even though Bezin said, halakhli, he has to give the get. So we, the Bezin will hit him and beat him until he says, I want to give the get to my wife. 
Because uh, why? Because we know his true desire is that he wants to give the get to his wife. He wants to do the right thing, but because of side issues, race, jealousy, anger, there are things that are holding him back from doing the right thing. So by hitting him, by breaking those side issues, he's able to do what he truly wants. So that's one level of Kavish Yitzra, when the person does that on his own, not being forced by days, and that he's able to, he has, doesn't want to do a mitzvah, or he wants to do a veira, and he's able to hold himself back. But, but, so that's one level. But at that level, it's the Kavish Yitzra happens before you do the mitzvah. Meaning, I don't want to do the mitzvah, but I force myself, I'm, over, I'm able to overpower whatever the Nisoyan is in order to do that particular mitzvah. But with Rashash, you're doing the mitzvah, that's what the nefesh of a kiss wants. So the Lashon is Toshash Kaycha, you have to weaken your Yetzahara, and by weakening Yetzahara, your nefesh of a kiss is able to, to come revealed, and, that make, and, th- and then you do the mitzvah. So the Etzim Inyan of Toshash Kaycha, weakening the Yetzahara, means that the Yetzahara is not involved in that mitzvah itself. Rather, it's, the purpose is to weaken the Yetzahara, so therefore the nefesh of a kiss is able to do the mitzvah. But when you're actually doing the mitzvah itself, it's, it, the Yetzahara is not involved. On the contrary, it's, it's fighting against it. So one level, you can completely destroy the Yitzhar, that doesn't even fight anymore, or maybe continuously fighting while you're doing the mitzvah. But the of what you're involved in, is to do the opposite. You're weakening it in order to do the, to the mitzvah. So, so it's, you're, you're, basically, you're, you're trying to remove yourself from the Yitzhar's influences. And, and if you're successful in removing yourself from the influence of the Yitzhar, then you're able to do that mitzvah. But a deeper level is by divrei rishos. Which is that's the avoda of serving Hashem l'shem shemayim When a person is serving Hashem l'shem shemayim, that means that when he's involved with his physical needs, the, the taivus and the needs in order to survive, in order to live, a person has needs and instincts and things that a person needs to do on a daily basis in order to live, in order to survive. And you can't ignore those. Needs. It's not. It's not like an aver that you know what. I'm just never going to put myself into that situation. You constantly need to be involved with eating, drinking, sleeping, uh, doing business, etc., etc. So what? What that really means is to serve Hashem l'shem shemayim means that during the same moment that you have a desire to eat, you're able to turn that desire to eat for the correct purpose. So you still have that physical need. The next Bahamas is still telling you. That he, that he wants to eat and has a desire to eat. But what you're doing is you're just directing it with that desire to go the right way. So in other words, the Nefesh Bahamas itself is part of this Avaidah itself, that you're directing the Nefesh Bahamas to go the right way. So it's not pushing away the Yetzirah like the first level of Avaidah when, when you're doing a mitzvah, but rather you're developing the Nefesh Bahamas that during the act itself, the Nefesh Bahamas is involved in and it gets elevated. Uh, through it. But the focus over here is the elevated, well, the elevated part we'll talk about in a moment, but the focus of right now is Mitzad the of Koyvish Yitzray. So the Koyvish Yitzray that you have, that during the time, during the actual moment that you have a desire to eat, at that moment you're going to only eat L'Shem Shemayim, that's a much greater level of Koyvish Yitzray. For example, let's give it just a regular, uh, like normal example. Um, a person's on a diet. So it's, if Let's say you don't need it. Let's say it's tray for food so you're on, uh, or uh, something which is unhealthy. So one way is just don't put yourself in that situation. You know, just leave the room. You're not going to go to all you can eat buffet. So you don't have that. You don't have that issue. But then, there, you know, eventually you need to actually eat. So then you have in front of you 
choices. You know, should I eat this food, which is healthy, or this other food, which isn't so healthy? Or should I even take a double portion of the healthy food, which is more than what I need? So right now you have to eat. So you can't just say, ignore it. You know, I'm just going to leave and not going to put myself in the situation. You need to deal with that urge. But at that moment when you have the urge, you push yourself, you know what, I'm just going to eat the healthy food, a healthy size portion of that food. So what that means is that at that moment when you have the urge, you're not just ignoring it or weakening the urge, you're dealing with it and you're directing it to go in the right way. So that's a much greater level of Kodesh It's not just ignoring it and not putting yourself into the situation or walking away from the situation. It's staying in that situation and dealing with the urge and directing it in, in the correct place. So that's a much higher, harder type of avayda. And that's the Maila of the Balchuva. So we have two levels of the Balchuva that happens in this world. So the Shama when it comes into this world, if there's certain things which are Surmei Rav very clearly Surmei Rav and over there, the purpose is really just to reveal the Nefesh kiss and make sure the Nefesh Bahamas does not get involved. But then there's a deeper level that even in the urges that the Nefesh Bahamas have, which you need to be able to follow, even then, you're able to direct it in the same way. So during the urge, you're able to still fight against it, which is powerful. So that shows on a great Kribbish Yitzray. Now let's go to, to the other Maila we spoke about, which was the third Maila, which is the Maila of the beer. So what happens is when you have this Balchuba that's working on himself, then he causes a certain elevation, of course, an elevation in himself, but also an elevation in the physical items of the world that he's working with. So there's a physical elevation when he does a mitzvah. And when he's doing the Divri Rishus and he does the Shem Shemayim or that also causes an elevation in the physical items. And, and just like when we're talking about the Kribbish it's much greater when it's by Divri Rishus, also the beer is also much greater when we're talking about the because these things naturally are something which do not reveal Hashem. Torah mitzvahs, these are things which are naturally do reveal Hashem. The purpose of them is to reveal Hashem. But we're talking about eating, drinking, this is not something, its purpose, its entire purpose is to fill the will of God. No, on the contrary, the reason why you eat is for yourself. You need to survive. I sleep because I need to sleep in order to do well. So when you're doing Torah mitzvahs, in a sense, when you're doing the Torah mitzvahs, you're able to see there's a gilly of what Hashem's will is. You're able to see this is what Hashem wants, and you're doing it for the sake of Hashem. But when you're doing things for yourself, at that moment when you're doing something for yourself, and at this, you're able to, but when you're doing it for yourself, you're really doing it for the sake of Hashem, and, and you pull, push away your own desire, and, and, and you do what Hashem wants, which is the idea of the Shem Shemayim, that you're doing this, I'm eating now, you know, uh, I'm eating now and not a half hour earlier, or I'm eating these foods and not other foods, just for the sake, because this is what Hashem wants me, that's a much greater, as we said, right? and at the same time, that's a much greater beer, that even these things which are seen negative, what Hashem wants, it's all about what you want, even those things you're able to elevate to Hashem. And to explain this more, the Rebbe tells us a very interesting and important idea. He says, Anashama naturally wants Hashem. Part of the identity and the tab of the Neshama is that it wants to connect to Hashem. Uh, even this, that, a, a, a Neshama is willing to go, Mr. Snapish for Hashem, says in Tanya that a Neshama is like a candle that has a constant need and desire that the flame will jump out of the wick and return to its source. So the Neshama is willing to completely nullify itself to Hashem. But all of these madrigas is part of the natural desire of the Neshama. The Neshama wants to be with Hashem. 
So all the Mr. Snappish, all, all this idea of Bittu Matzis, it's not really nullifying who it is. His sur, his main elements of his personality, of what he is, always remains. He wants to be connected to Hashem. He can be connected to Hashem while he's here, and he can be connected to Hashem on a level that he doesn't even have an identity. But it's all really the same point. The whole point is revealing and connecting to Hashem. That's what a neshama is. It never goes against its own nature. So even this idea of the Baal Tshuva, so you're revealing a much greater power within, within the neshama. This revelation, which is in the neshama, that's all something which is in the neshama itself. It's just revealing those powers. And to give a more explanation, because the Rebbe gave more explanation, he says, says ultimately the, the, the maila of this is God, this is Skambras of the Baal Tshuva, is because it reveals the connection, his Siskashus that he has with Hashem. That because of the great connection that he has with Hashem, therefore even after a person has sinned, he's still able to return to Hashem. He still wants to be able to return to Hashem. Or even when he's doing Divereshus, he still has a desire to come close to Hashem and to connect to Hashem. So the, the Hiskabris ultimately, how do you have this Hiskabris? It's by revealing the Hiskabris, this connection that you have to Hashem. So that's part of the identity of the Neshama. When we're talking about the Mavar, the Inyon Ha'elam of this world, the Inyon Ha'elam of this world, their identity is not that they want to connect, they want to reveal Hashem, they want to be on the contrary, the whole, whole idea of Oilam is Mlash and Helam. The purpose of this world is that it hides Hashem. Everything in this world looks as Mitzi'usei Natsmusei Akiviyachal. This world looks like each thing is on its own. Each thing uh, we were created directly from Atzmusim, who Sisbarth has explained in Tanya Ger's Simenchaf. The idea being is that just like Hashem has, everything is about Hashem. Hashem created everything for His sake. So naturally in this world, everything in this world has this uh, a feeling of everything is for my sake. So, Elokus and Oilam Hazar is actually opposites. Elokus is about revealing. It's like the flame of the candle which reveals the light. It's like the, the light of the sun which reveals the sun. But Oilam Hazar is Helam. It hides who its creator is. It's a Yesh that comes from Ayin. Yesh means it's its own identity. And what created it is nothing. So it's all about its own identity. So when the Nefesh Elokus is able to you, you work with Oilam Hazah. With Oilam Hazah, we're saying it's all about itself. And it's able to show how even Oilam Hazah is one and has connected with Hashem. It's actually going against the very nature of what this world is. Hashem utilized his koyach of Atmos to create this world in a way that the world will feel itself as a yesh. And the yid, with the koyach of Atmos, which was within him, because the yid ultimately, his neshama, is one with Atmos itself gives us the capability to make a yesh back into ayin. So it's the koyach of atzus that makes the yesh into ayin, sorry, ayin into yesh, and the yid makes the, ayin, the, the yesh back into that ayin. And ultimately, what is that koyach? That's not a koyach that it, uh, of the yid, of the neshama, of, of, uh, of the neshama itself. Uh, meaning when I say the koyach of the neshama, means the, the, the koyachas, the, 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 the tam, the das, the midas, it's not part of those koyches of the Nisham that it has the capability to do that. It's the koych atmos. It's, it's the Hashem, which was, it, the atmos which was within him. It's the atmos within him that has the capability to transform this world into an oilma atmos, to reveal Hashem. So what's happening is that when, when the Nishama is, is working with this world to make it connected to Hashem, to reveal the atmos, what it's really revealing is it's revealing how the, it's revealing the unity of Hashem. As explained in the Chelik Yudbeitz, Rebbe quotes in the Ha'ara, page 75, that 
really, this world is, is the opposite of what Hashem is. Achtos means the Hashem is one, Hashem is everything. This world looks as it's its own identity. So it's the koyach of nimnam nanais, it's the koyach that Hashem is able to do opposites, is a revelation of his power of Achtos. And Hashem's Achtos and power of Achtos is so great that even in some things which has its own identity is also a revelation of Hashem's Achtos. So that's the nimnam nanais. Nimnam nanais means to be able to do opposite things at the same moment, like taking the elephant, putting it through the eye of the needle, but the elephant's not getting any smaller. The eye of the needle is not getting any bigger, but it still goes, the elephant goes through it. You can't even imagine such a thing because it's against our rules of logic. Hashem could go against the rules of logic. So therefore, we know that if something has its own identity, that can't be a revelation of, of uh, you know, of identity, of, of someone else's identity. My identity is automatically a contradiction to your identity. I have my, your unity, or Hashem's actus, my identity contradicts that because I'm saying I'm also around. There's Hashem and then there's me. So there's automatically two things. But the power of Hashem's actus is that it's, completely, uh, it's so bleak vul, it's so unlimited, is that within the Achtos of Hashem, it's able to become revealed how even myself, my own identity and the identity of this world is still part of that unity. How is that Shaykh? Not so clearly understood because we're talking about a power which is nimnam namais. But ultimately, how Hashem does that is because it's revealed, and this will be lost of love, how everything in this world really comes from the essence of Hashem. So our power, our ability is now to utilize the world and to work with the world to reveal it to the greatest of our capability. Mashiach comes, this will be completely revealed and we will be able to realize how even this idea that we have our own identity is really just a reflection and is a revelation of Hashem's identity. And it'll be interesting to know what that means. I will still have our own identity. A lot of time we will be able to recognize with the essence of our being that we're one with Hashem. So our identity with Hashem is one with our own identity. This is a perfect unity which is, I guess, something higher than what we can understand. But the point is, that's what the, the neshama does when it's working in Eilam Hazah. So when the neshama works with Eilam Hazah, and again, he's working through this idea of Kaivashi Sitra, he's working at Hekabal Tshuva, but ultimately when he accomplishes his goal and he elevates Eilam Hazah, and he reveals the Achtus, which is in Eilam Hazah, then it reveals the, it's the Achtus, with, with, which was in his own neshama, that reveals the Kaivashi Atmos, which is within him, that he's also one with Hashem. And Chelek Yudbeza tells us even more that there's really the, the, the Achtus which is in the Neshama within Yid is greater than the Achtus which is in the world. Because the Achtus which is revealed in the world is that Atzmusa Mehusay's birth created the world. While the Achtus which is revealed within, within Yid is that, that Yid is one with Kulichad, uh, uh, is completely one with Hashem. So it's a higher level of Achtos with, with Hashem, as it's discussed in the Chalik Yudbeis. It doesn't get that into that over here. But the point is, that's one level which happens when a Yid uh, is being Ovid with this world. So he, he's Kovish Yisitra, he reveals his capabilities to the greatest, amount, the greatest amount that he can. He does everything he could, which that's the idea of Kovish Yisitra. He reveals every, every depth of Kovish that he has. By revealing the depth of his kaychus, he's able to tra- uh, transform this world into Olam al-Achtas. And when he transformed this world into Olam al-Achtas, that reveals his own Achtas that he has with Hashem. So that's the second Eloi that happens to him. It's the Eloi that happens through being Mavar and being Mavar the world. And now we're going to discuss the third level of Bira, which is the Bira which happens by being Mashlam the Kavan HaVashem. Because ultimately, Until now, we're talking about the aliyah that the neshama has. Right? There's an aliyah that has by being Maltruba, there's an aliyah that has being Mavara the world. But 
the purpose of the neshama is not why I came to this world, is not for itself, but rather is to be mashlum the kavana of Hashem, which was to, that, which is that the kol mashabar kadosh baruch hu lebar lechvayda. Whatever Hashem creates, He created for His own honor. Everything was created l'sham shuskaynei. So ultimately, the purpose of being mevar esayila is not for Him to come balchuvah. It's not for Him to be able to mevar the world. It's to be able to do what Hashem wants. Which what does Hashem want? Hashem wants to make a dir b'tachayni through this that a neshama is mevar the gufei neshvahamis and the chalkubayim. And that's the deepest level that's being revealed. That when Hashem is able to reach an even higher level, which is through the of the world, that not only does it is it able to reveal the aftas that it has with Hashem, but it's able to realize that the essence of who it, uh, who the neshama is and what the neshama is is this um, is that he's created l'shamish as And as the Rebbe explains in the Ha'ara, why is this a higher level than the idea of the Achtus of Hashem? When we're saying that we're able to reveal how the Neshama is miyuchad and one with Hashem, Hashem, even though this is a Koyach which is believable, that Hashem is able to be unified um, with everything in the world, even things which are opposite it, but that's a certain expression. It's an expression of Achtus. But when we're talking about Hashem, Hashem's Hashem is not even limited to that. Let me read you R R forty three forty four. Since Atzmusispark is not shy to describe it as an Indian which is believable, you can't give it any description. Even the description that it's unlimited, that itself is a description. Atzmusispark is higher than even that idea. Gvul and Gvul are, are creations or powers that Hashem has. We're talking about Tzmusim Yisuspar. The essence of Hashem is higher than any type of revelation. Any type of R, a revelation is automatically a, a, the uh, explanation that it's not the etzim itself. There's always the item itself, how it is on its own. And then there's the light. There's the expressions of that thing. And the expression is always for someone else or for something else or to accomplish something. So you're, you're, you reveal something in order to show, you know, reveal yourself to someone, or to, to accomplish something else. We're talking about Tzmusa Husa Yispark. The Tzmusa Yispark is not for anybody else. Tzmusa Husa Yispark is the item itself, is the thing itself. So we're talking about Hashem. That is how Hashem is for every, as Hashem is for Himself. So everything that happens is for the purpose of Tzmusa Husa Yispark. Therefore, the the schar and the lid that comes to the neshama, mitzav hashlomus hakavan, is much, going to be much greater than the gilu v'achtus Yispark ability mugo. And he says, Rashulaymar should the Indian of this Aliyazu, Shmitsara Kavana in the Vaidasa Adam is that he feels that Kol Mitsi Usa Hirakli Khvaidispar Lashamash is Kaine, that he recognizes and feels within him that his whole purpose is Lashamish as Kaine. And we're going to explain uh in Sif Yud why that Dafke, this idea that his Kol Mitsi Usa is Lashamish is Kainai, that why Dafke that is uh in a sense the Kli. To have a dirva tachtenim, the kli to have a gilivat smusay husay spark. We're going to explain that in sif yud. Before we go to sif yud, <clears throat> let's just summarize what we've said so far. Uh, we spoke about when Yaakov went down to Haran. Um, it was a yerida, but the yerida was a tzarich aliyah, and we said there were three aliyahs that he had. Number one, the idea of about tshuva that he was able to overcome the temptations. He's able to stay away from that. 
Point two, he was able to fulfill the mitzvah peruvu, mitas shlema. And point three, through his avayda, he was able to be mavar the netzutas of Kedusha, which were in the same oven. And we said the same thing with, is with the neshama that comes down into this world. When the neshama comes down to this world, it becomes a baal It's able to reveal within itself a much greater power and strength and, be, uh, and to overcome the hell and the hester, which is in this world. Point number two is able to do mitzvah peruvu in general. And point number three is that through its avoid it's able to make a dira uh, And we spoke, we mentioned how in the union of dira we're going to see that there's two levels. There's level number one is the idea of the bira b'chlau. And then point number two is that how this is mashed in the kavana. Before we got there, we discussed how we, 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 were, we said we're going to focus on point one and point three, meaning is the idea of the baltruva plus the idea of um, of a dear and within these two avoidas, there's doing entire mitzvahs, plus there's the avoida of the divrei rishus. And we said that each one of these types of avoidas, when it's with divrei rishus, has a particular, has a mila b'pratechan. The mila of the balchuva avoida of the neshama when it's with divrei rishus is that even be'emsa avoidase, when he's having the instincts and the urges to uh, fulfill his needs for his body, even at that moment he does the Shem Shemayim in Oifim Chol And then we spoke about that that the, the reason that is a, a, needs a special level of Eskabrus to able to overcome the urges and to do it for the sake of Hashem. And ultimately that comes because of the Eskashrus that a Yid has with Hashem. And it's that Eskashrus that allows a Yid, gives him the capability and the Vada Yid will do Tshuva uh, to return to Hashem even after he sinned because of that powerful Eskashrus. And that's the same Eskashrus that he has, that during his involvement in Divir Yishus, even then he's able to return uh, and connect to Hashem. And then we spoke about how also by the, when a person's doing the beer, the Dir B'tachtayim, he's also able to, there's a special quality when the Dir B'tachtayim is not just when you're doing Tarevitz, but when you're doing Divir Yishus. And, and that's really in, in two levels, two diff, two, two, one level above the other. The first level is, is that when a person's involved with Oilam Hazza, Oilam Hazza naturally is something which is, has its own identity, something which is distinct and separate from Hashem. When a person does his avoid, he's able to reveal the Ach Dusayi which is believable, that even in something which looks like, something which was not even just looks like, something which is created with its own identity, could still be part of the identity of Hashem. It's part of the Achdus of Hashem, even at that moment that it's, uh, 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 that it has its own identity, that it looks at something different. And that's Dafa from the Kayach of Aks Musa Yisvar. Just to point out, uh, just to make it clear, because the Rebbe says over there that this is not the power of the Neshama, this is the power of Hashem. The power of Hashem, which is able to reveal the Achtos even within uh, something, Oilam uh, Hazah, which is something which is Mailim, a master of Elokos. And ultimately, of course, this is the power of Hashem. And I, I mentioned. Uh, this is at least my own interpretation from what, how I understood it, that based on the Kutzisichas Chelukyud Beis, what this means is that this is not something which the Neshama with its natural types of Kaychas has, but it's rather the Neshama by revealing the essence of what the Neshama is, which is Hashem, that power of the Neshama, which is Hashem, which which is able to machadish something, Yashma'ayin, that power is given to the Neshama, that power of Hashem is given to the Neshama, and he's able to reveal how the Yash is also is really Ayin. That's the Achtus. And then we spoke about even a, a deeper level. Because all of this, until now, we're talking about Elias that happened within the Neshama. That by the Neshama 
according by, by, by the deer that by just like the the neshama is transferring Olam hazeh, which is which has its own identity and it reveals how it's part of the achdus of Hashem. Also, the neshama is revealed a much deeper level within the neshama, how it also has an achdus uh, in the achdus yisrael, which is believable. Then there's even a deeper level, which is that ultimately the purpose why the neshama came down was not for these aliyas, rather it was to be mashin the kavanah of Hashem, Hashem shaskaina, and that is to make a dir So when the neshama comes down, it actually finishes its kavanah, which is the in addition to revealing the powers of the Baal Tshuva, in addition to be, that be able to reveal how it is part of the Achdusai Ritzvark, which is believable, in addition to that, it also fulfills the actual Kavano that Hashem put it into this world for, which was to make a Dirbet Achdainim. And by making a Dirbet Achdainim, that's Mashlam, the Kavano of Atzmusam Husay And that's reflected in that a person has the Hergish that his whole, the Neshama has the Hergish that its whole purpose is the L'shamesh as kainah, which is higher than the uh, idea that it has an actus with Hashem, because the achdusay is ultimately a tire, is a certain description. It's a revelation of atzmusam husayisbarach, but this is the atzmusam husayisbarach itself, the essence of what Hashem's desire is. This is the tainah. This is what uh, Hashem truly wants. Is the dirbat achdusay, while achdusay and everything else is really a reflection uh, and a revelation in order to accomplish that goal. So, in the end of the task, the Rebbe asks a question that it says many places in Chassidus that the reader of Nesham Lamata is Bishpil Aliyah. What that means, Lechaira, that the Aliyah in Nesham is not just a side Indian, meaning that through it accomplishing its goals of making Dirbet Achtainim, it also has an Aliyah, but its purpose why it came down is to make a Dirbet Achtainim or to reveal the Achtusayisbar, but rather that this is the Tam and the Tachlis of the Yerida. The Chassidus says it's the purpose why it came down was that you read the Bishpil Aliyah. So it's, but according to what we're saying, we're saying it's almost like a schar, it's a double tuffle, it's secondary. So the Rebbe does mention, before we go to the, the answer, the Rebbe does mention in R46, he says, he says, that there it says that the Yerida is Bishpil Aliyah, but he finishes it off, but nonetheless, that's not the ultimate Mukhuvin. So the Kutatar does point out that even though we're saying that the, it's uh, Yerida Bishkil Aliyah, but that's not the Tachlis Mechuvan. And the way I, I understand what the Rebbe is saying over here, which I think what the Rebbe is trying to say is like this, and we're going to see this more clearly, that you could have many, you, there could be a Tachlis, the ultimate purpose of something, and then there could be, uh, let's say, an entire project, and then there could be detailed purposes for particular parts of that project. For example, person opens a business, the purpose of the entire business as a whole is to make a profit. But then he also hires a programmer. The purpose of the programmer, why did he hire the programmer, is to create these certain functions that the business needs. So the purpose, the entire purpose, why you're hired, the, the, the programmer is to accomplish A, B, and C. But then there's a much greater purpose, which is you know to make money for the business. So I think he's trying to say that even within this idea of Bishpil Aliyah, it could be the Yerida of the Neshama specifically is Bishpil Aliyah, but there's also could be a much greater purpose of everything, you know, in total. Not just why is the Neshama that came down, that could be a particular Indian. Why did the Neshama have to come down in this general Kavana? I mean, there's a Mechuvid of Dirutach And then the question is, okay, fine, so I understand that's the ultimate purpose, but what's the purpose of the Neshama, you know, doing its Avaita down here? Maybe it could just do it down at Lamaila, just do whatever it needs to do Lamaila. Why does it come down into this world? To do it so then we're saying that the reason is Bishpil Aliyah. 
Uh, but of course, that's, at this point, this is just Isis, but let's go into the answers of the Rebbe, and then we can come back and we'll see how I, I think at least maybe the first answer fits in to what, what's being brought there in the Kutitara. So the Rebbe actually brings two answers. One answer is the R52, and then there's the answer which is in the Pekin, which is a much deeper answer. So we're first going to do R52, which is a, uh, I think, an easier answer. And, and then we'll go to the answer, which is in the pin. So the answer in R52 is, um, that when, he gives an example, like we have in Chassidus, it's brought many different reasons why Hashem created the world. There's the idea of Tavah HaTayv Hashem wanted to show all of his kaychus that he has, um, reasons like that or that they should come to know Hashem. Hashem wanted others to come to know Him, but the ultimate purpose of why the world was created is the Dir B'tachtayim, meaning is that essentially, essentially, if we go back to the depth of why Hashem made this world, is because He wants the Dir B'tachtayim. But that's a reason which is higher than Tan Vadas. This is the ultimate purpose of, 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 of the desire of Hashem. But then as it comes into the realm of Seichel and emotions, there are additional reasons that get added to it. Meaning is, um, let's say a, a person, like let's say a regular person. So a person will have the essence of who he is. He has certain instincts. He needs. To, he wants to survive. He wants to live. He needs to have a family. Say certain. Wants to have a home. Certain essential desires. So that's how it is within your penis and nefesh. That's some of your nefesh. But when a person starts thinking. He might have additional reasons. Oh, I also need a home because if I need a home to protect me from the elements, right? So that will be a seichel dika reason why you need it. Meaning, ultimately, the reason why you came up with the idea of a home is not because it protects you from the elements, because there's many different ways how to protect yourself from the elements. Ultimately, the reason why is because you need to have. Uh, it's part of your etzim nefesh is to have a home, to have a family, to have children, uh, etc. But there could be additional reasons, as you know, you feel safe. It protects you from the elements. It helps you have friends over, gives you a sense of community if there's other people around. But these are intellectual reasons that come afterwards that, in a sense, fortify the real reason why you truly want it. So you truly want it because of the etzim nefesh, but then the etzim nefesh explains to the person at every level of the person why it should kind of, you know, join the bandwagon. So the seichel joins because, it, you know, makes sense intellectually. The emotions join because it also makes sense uh, emotionally. So same thing when we're talking about the world. Hashem created, uh, Hashem wanted the world to make a difference. But, and, but as that reason comes through Hishtalshlis, each level of Hishtalshlis connects to why does Hashem want to make a dira? So Seichel will say, oh, your reason why Hashem wants a dira because he wants others to know him. Emotionally, it's, oh, why does Hashem want to have a dira? Because he wants to be able to show his kaychis to others. Uh, if it reaches the level of chas, it's because Hashem wants to be kind to others. So he wants to have a dira with others. You know, whatever, whatever the idea is. So same thing, when we're talking about the neshama coming down uh, is for the sake of Moliah. The ultimate purpose why the neshama comes down is to make a dirbatachim and the neshama needs to be here to make a dirbatachim. That is the central reason. But when you're talking about a, a reason which is based on guluyim, guluyim means a reason based on tamadas, why does a neshama want it emotionally or, or, or even intellectually? It wants it because it realizes that it will have a, a fantastic aliyah by coming down to this world. So the excellence of the neshama wants it because it's because of Dirv Zachtayim, this is his ultimate purpose, this is the Kavana what Hashem wants. But when it comes into the emotions and the seichel of the Neshama, it wants it because it wants to reveal the Kaychus of being a Baal Tshuva. 
who wants to reveal the idea of Achdusa Yisparach, who wants to connect to these different dargas. So that's one level uh, what the Rebbe speaks about. And he, he, he just to add one last detail, what the Rebbe points out in the, uh, the, the Shul Hagilian is that even though the Alter Rebbe writes in the Kutay Torah, that he says that the Atir Ta'amiti, the true reason of the, why the Nisham comes down to this world, is because the Yisr that it will have in the body because it becomes the level of a, a Tshuva, because it becomes the level of a Baal Tshuva, which is Mashva, that the true answer is the answer of becoming a Baal Tshuva and revealing those higher Kaifas within it, not the answer of the Dir But he explains, yes, the true answer Answer is something which is based on intellect. The true answer would be mitzad the inyan of coming about tshuva. But when we're talking about because Hashem was nisava liyos loydir tachtaynim, that's an inyan of a taiva. This is the essence of what the person is. It's much higher than any type of reason. This is you don't. It's not. It's inherently something that Hashem wants, or that inherently something that Hashem wants. So the idea of becoming about tshuva and you reveal higher kaiyus, that's not something which is inherently good. It's you want to become a Baal because it reveals higher prayers. Why is that good? It's, 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 only, it's, it's not inherently good. It's only because it gives you the capability to connect to Hashem. So it's there for a certain purpose. Like becoming a Baal you have a greater connection to Hashem. And ultimately, if you go down deep enough and deep enough, the reasoning why you want all of these things is because you want to have a deer with Hashem. So when we're talking about reasons, when you have a reason for something, that means it's not the ultimate, essential, inherent reason which is good. Rather, it's good because it fits, or it's able to accomplish or get you to the inherent good which is in there. So the inherent and ultimate good is making and connecting to Hashem and, and, and feeling, uh, having this gabbers, all these things are really ways of ultimately reaching the union of Adir B'Tachtayim. That's the answer that we give in R52. Um, the answer and I, and, I, and I think this answer in R52 fits with what I mentioned earlier from Lukutei Taira, that there's, you know, there's the purpose and then there's Tachlis Samachovin. So the Tachlis Samachovin is Dir Tachlis. But then there's an, another purpose, which is in order to become a Baal Tshuva, which is more of an intellectual reason, which is on a lower level than the ultimate purpose, which is uh, Dir Tachlis. And I think those two things go together, but that's, again, my own interpretation. Okay, but the, the answer that gives in the Pnim is a very deep answer. He says that ultimately, uh, the inyan of a dir patachtoinim is that it's a that it's a dir loylatz This is where Hashem uh, is revealed. Hashem reveals Himself, uh, and the difference between tachtoinim and aliyoyim is that aliyoyim is always about guluyim. It's always about some type of revelation, uh, some type of appreciation of Hashem. So, so th- th- there's a certain limitation because Hashem is being revealed in a particular way. Hashem is being revealed in a way of chasad, Hashem can be revealed in a way of chachmah, it could be higher levels, lower levels, but it, there's always a limitation because it's a revelation of a certain aspect. Mashenkin in this world, this world doesn't have Hashem uh, revealed within an open way. And on the contrary, we said in this world, you could see how everything is handled of a hester. This world seems as a yesh, seems like it has its own identity. So when we come to appreciate, or I don't want to use the word appreciate, but rather when we have a bittel, the difference between the bittel that we have and the bittel that they have in the higher oilimus, in the Lashon the Rebbe is, the higher oilimus, the bittel is an oifen of kla, like 
unimportant. The bittal they have is that they recognize the greatness of Hashem to a certain degree, and because of that recognition, they are nisbatl to Hashem, because of the greatness of Hashem. The bittal that we have is ein oi, there is no one else besides for Hashem. That we, the, the ultimate bittal that we have is that we realize that everything is Hashem, that everything in this world is truly Hashem. But it's not in an appreciation of a particular aspect of Hashem, because we don't have uh, uh, that revelation of particular aspects. But rather what we have is that the world itself was created from it's the world was created from the, the essence of Hashem. So therefore, uh, maybe to give an example, the Gashmias, the difference between a student and a child. A student has an appreciation for his Rebbe. He has maybe certain ideas that he gets from his Rebbe, certain rules, certain uh, uh, rules of logic. Uh, he maybe he's taught certain lessons in life. A child maybe has never learned anything from his father, but he has the essence of the father. So in, in, in the drop of semen, it, it incorporates within it the entire father, not just a certain aspect, the seichol or the midas. The entire father is in that drop. So that's the idea of, that is the father. That is the life force of the father what creates the child. So the life force is what the child uh, eventually develops from. So that's similar in the sense of Ein Oid. Our world is Hashem's uh, uh, life force, Kiviyachal, um, that's creating this world. It's from Atmos itself. That's what, what the world is coming from. So within the world, it has everything which is inside Atmos. Because it our world is ultimately uh, created from Atmos. So when the bittle that we have is that we come to recognize that Ein Oid, that there is nothing else besides Hashem. Everything in the world is Hashem. So it's not a particular appreciation like a student or a Rebbe, but it's more like the child uh, who could come to the appreciation and recognition that everything he is is really the DNA of his parents. So we come to realize that everything which exists in this world, even this idea of yesh, and we feel like we have our own identity, this is really a um, part of, this is really a revelation of Hashem. And that's, I think, the idea of Ein Oi, that there's nothing else besides for Hashem. Uh, and he says that this bittel that we have is connected to uh, an Ebed Pashit. And so and Hasidus explains the difference between an Ebed Pashit and Ebed Neman. Ebed Neman um, he has, he realizes the greatness of his master, and therefore he wants to serve the master. And every Pashat is that he's so simple, he doesn't have his own desires. His, his desires are the desires. Like, he's happy when the master is happy. So he doesn't know why the master is happy. He doesn't know why, oh, this is an amazing project, and the master is so amazing by coming up with this idea. The Ebed Neman appreciates, let's say, the idea, and, and he wants it to be accomplished because he knows also, he can appreciate also the importance of the project. So Ever Pasha doesn't know. He's so simple is that whatever the master wants, that's what he gets his, his sense of meaning from. So that's the Avaida that we're talking about over here. We're talking about uh, in this world of Ein Oi, that our bittel is like the bittel of the Ever Pasha, that it's all about what Hashem wants. And we feel enjoyment when the master is feeling enjoyment. That's the idea of Ein Oi. It's not about a particular aspect. It is the master. So the master feels Geshmat. The master is excited. We automatically have that same excitement uh, that the master has. Okay. Uh, so there, and based on this, we can understand the question that we had that, you know, is the Neshama coming down the Shpil Aliyah or is it coming for Dibbet So the answer is 
that this that the neshama comes down the shvila haliyah, that's connected with the idea of a, of a dir b'tachtayim. Because in order to make a dir b'tachtayim, that's only shayach when a neshama is in this world, and the neshama has to come down into this world, and is able to accomplish, reveal, uh, make the world connected to Hashem, and reveal a bittel which is within the neshama, and by having that bit, revealing that bittel of Ein Oid within the world, that's what makes the Dirb Tachayim. So the, you read that Tzarech Aliyah of the Neshama, that it comes down into this world for the sake of the Aliyah, the Aliyah that he has is the bittel. The bittel is needed in order to make a, a, a Dirb Tachayim. So the ultimate purpose of making a Dirb Tachayim is connected to this idea that the, the Yerida of the Neshama has to do for the Aliyah. The whole reason why the Neshama comes down into this world is in order for it to have an aliyah, and by having the aliyah, it's able to accomplish what the ultimate purpose of the world is, which is the uh, And just to add another detail, which is important, from what the Rebbe explains in Ara um, 50, um, 54, that the Rebbe over there asks, that according to what we write, uh, it's written in many places, that the Kavonis Yudits and the Shammah is the Shpil Haliyah. So L'chayra, this that it's B'shpil Haliyah is really, it seems like, according to what we're explaining, that this seems like only Ha'chana to the ultimate purpose. So according to what we were explaining before the Sa'ara, it would come out that the purpose of the Neshama coming down to this world is because it gives the Neshama the bit of that it would need in order to accomplish the Tachos of Ha'chodin, I'll make a dear Tachlein. But Ay the Neshama coming down to this world is really ultimately Ahachana, in order to get, which is getting the bittel, in order to really accomplish its ultimate goal, which is a dirbatachtayim. But it's not that the ultimate purpose is the aliyah itself. Uh, and just to maybe explain the question a bit more, is that, like in a mitzvah, for example, so we have the mitzvah itself, and sometimes you have a hachshar mitzvah, the preparations that you need for a mitzvah. So the hachshar mitzvah might have the same level of importance, like the Rebbe explained in many sikhas, as the mitzvah itself. But ultimately, you don't always, many hachshar, there might be a hachshar that you don't need. For example, let's say in order to do a bris milah, you need to sharpen the knife. So what happens if it's Shabbos, you're not allowed to sharpen the knife? So the Gemara says it's machlaikis, or Eliezer, or Bikiva, but Eliezer says that the hachshar mitzvah, sharpening the knife, is just as important as the mitzvah itself, so you could sharpen it on Shabbos. Masha Hinkin, or Bikiva says, since you're able to do it before Shabbos, the hachshar won't be, be able to push off the, uh, can't be deicha Shabbos, and therefore you wouldn't be able to do it on Shabbos itself. But this is a hachshar that technically, let's say the knife was already sharp, then, then you don't need to sharpen it yourself. Right? So, so it's not the mitzvah itself. It's, it, the mitzvah itself is to do the milah. But there are certain things that need to be done in order to accomplish the milah. So that's the idea of a hachshar. So it seems like this idea of that the neshama comes down, it seems like it's a hachshar, it's a hachana. Meaning it's the ultimate purpose is to make a dibetachtenim. But in order for it to happen, uh, you know, the neshama has to be on a certain level of bittel. Uh, and by having that bittel and being oisik in this world, doing its avayda with that level of bittel, then it's able to accomplish its goal. But, it, it, but, it's, but it's a hachshar. It's not the void itself. So it doesn't upshlag the Rebbe's answer because it's still negea, but the Rebbe is going to say much deeper than that. That's not just that it's negea and it's connected to the Tachtainim, but we're going to say it's actually an essential aspect of it. So the Rebbe explains, like this in the Sahara, that... Technically, let's say the, uh, the avoida could be done without bittel. Right? So let's say you know the, the, the person, a yid, 
does this avoida, and Hashem says you just need to do other avoida, and by doing the avoida, even without a bit, that would make a dir So that means that the dir which will reveal that smusa and reveal the achtas b'ligvul, it will come through the person's avoida. But it's Hashem that actually reveals the Achtus and reveals the Atmos which is inside of the world. Because you don't, you don't, you didn't have the Bittal yourself. So you're just doing the Avaidah. And Hashem says, you do the Avaidah, then I will make this particular thing happen. So the problem with that is that that's not the Kavana of Adir Ptachtainim. What Hashem wanted in Adir Ptachtainim is that a Yid, through his Avaidah, meaning that a Yid, through his Avaidah, he's able to reveal within himself the Koichis that are needed in order to accomplish and make this theory of Tachtain. So Ayid, through his Bittal, is able to reveal that Atmos, which is within himself, and then when he reveals that Bittal and he does his Avaida with that Bittal, that makes a theory of So ultimately, it's not that Bittal, the Bittal is just a Hachshur, that, uh, I mean, a Hachshur which, which is not necessarily, you say, even needed. Like, oh, if I could have done the Avaidah without the Bittal, that also would have made a Dir B'Tachtayim. It's just that, you know, we don't have it, so we needed the Bittal. But let's say Hashem would give it to us. Let's say Hashem came down. You, as long as you do Avaidah, Hashem will supply the Bittal. So, oh, so you made a Dir B'Tachtayim, you fulfilled your job, because Hashem's just giving you the Hachshah, which is like secondary, something you don't need on its own. But, uh, you know, so if someone else gives it to you, that's also fine, as long as you do the Mitzvah, as long as you do the main union, which is doing the Avaidah, then you have accomplished a Dir B'Tachtayim. But we're saying, no, that's not true. That's incorrect. Part of making a dirchatayim is that it has to be an avoided what comes through the, a, a bittel that the person himself developed. So Ibazai, this is not just a hachshar of the mitzvah, but it's rather part of the mitzvah itself. Because the mitzvah could only be accomplished by a bittel which you formed. So Ibazai, when the, we're saying that the neshama came down for the sake of the aliyah, what we're basically trying to say is that it's not enough uli yitzur that neshama could stay lamayla, and somehow bring the bittel down into this world through who knows, whatever ways it can do it. And then the person does his avayda, and the bittel comes from Hashem, it comes from the neshama, from the maila, and that accomplishes everything. No. It has to be that the neshama has to come down. So the ritas ha-neshama is b'shvil ha-aliyah. The, the reason why the neshama had to come back into this world, it couldn't just stay above in the higher realms, is it has to come into this world and develop within itself that bittel. And why did it have to develop within itself that bit? Why is that so important? Why is that, that's meaning is, why is that the purpose of the neshama coming down? Is because that's an essential ingredient of making the dir b'tachtayna. Is that the neshama in a guf is able to develop that bit and, and be mevara the oil. So it's not just a, a hachana, uh, which not necessarily is an essential component. No, it's, it's part of the mitzvah itself. It's part of the avayda itself. So the neshama coming down, the yurida, the shvil haliyah, is, is an essential uh, component of the dir uh, And that's what the Rebbe is saying. It's, it's, it's connected. It's negea to dir Because it's one of the aspects that are needed in order to accomplish uh, that dir So based on this explanation, we could explain the Ramban that we mentioned at the beginning of the year. The question is that, according to the Ramban, he holds that the Hoya Hashem Lila Likim is part of the Kim HaNeder. And the words mean that when Rishati B'Shalom Avi, when I return to my father's home, I will serve Havaya, meaning Hashem HaMiyuchad, that will be for me in Elakim. I will serve the Hashem HaMiyuchad in the chosen land 
in the place where in the place of this stone, which will be a base of the king. So the question is, if it's part of the neder, why isn't it part of the next pasuk? Especially since it's literally a hemshich achad that he's saying that when I that after, when he returns to Israel, that havaya yudke vavke, I will serve yudke vavke where b'makim heaven azayis. So if it's part of the kiyum of tonight, if it's the tonight, if it's sorry, if it's part of the nether, it should have been put with the nether. So the explanation is like this: these three psukim are talking about the avoid, as we said. The tnoyim are the things that need to be accomplished in order to fulfill the nether. So the first pasuk is talking about the avoid of surmei rabasai type. It starts off with the idea of. Uh, that Yishmarani Hashem, that Hashem will guard me, which is the idea of Sir Meirah. Hashem is giving the Nesinas Koyach that he will be able to guard himself from evil. Then there's the Beged Lulvoy Shalnacham Lachal, that there's the food, that's the Lenin of Torah. The Beged, the clothing, is that's the Lavush, that's the Lenin of Mitzvahs, that Hashem gives it to Nesinas Koyach to be able to tire Mitzvahs even in Haram. That's one Pasik. That's one Oifinah Avaida. Then the second Pasik talks about the Shakti B'Shalom Avaisavi, that I'll re- return to my father's home. That's the Avaida of Teshuva. That he's going to have the Avaida of Teshuva at that point. And this is Vedivri Habershus. That's why in this word, it's Yaakov. It, it's, it's not that Hashem will guard me and, and Hashem will give me the bag of Dulubaish. Rather, it's the idea of the Hashivani that I will return. It's Ki'ilu on its own. It's not that Hashem will give him, but Hashivani. Uh, uh, that I will, re- not the Hashivani, I'm sorry, the word is the Shakti, I, I will be returned to base, uh, I will be returned to base Avi. What is the idea? The idea is that it's not revealed, the Nesinas Kaych, the Nesinas Kaych is hidden. This is the idea of Tshuva, what he's feeling, what he sees, he's in Har, he's in Golis, the Alakus is hidden. And nonetheless, he returns to base Avi, he does the Inyan of Tshuva. So through this Avaidah that he has, He's able to reach the, the Shama through this Avaidah, Durch the Avaidah, as we said earlier, he's able to, the Neshama has an Aliyah. The Neshama Sali is, That's the Aliyah Son Neshama, that Ha'haya Havaya And then, what's the ultimate purpose? The ultimate purpose is the next Pasik, which are Evan Hazois, this Inyan of, Evan Hazois Tiyali, the base Elikim, that's the Inyan of Dirb Tachtayim. So the reason why the Eben Hazois is its own pasta, because that's the ultimate purpose. That's the Inyan of Adir B'tachtanim, of course. But what is the pshat? Why is the Inyan of Ha'ayu Ha'vayi Lekim? On one hand, it's part of El Hemshech Echad with the Dira, but on the other hand, it's still connected to the Shakti. The reasoning is because, as we mentioned, the the the, the Bittal, the, the, the Ilui that the Neshama has, that Ha'vayi is Lekim, that this which is in Gats and Echad from Teva, is Kaychacha is his new uh, Elikim, is his God, is the energy that he lives with. That's through the Avaida of making this world a Dirbatakhtayim. It's through the Avaida that we're able to reveal that even a Makim Hazois, the Evan, Evan is something which does not reveal naturally Elikus. Evan is something which is Doimim. You're unable to see Elikus, but you're able to make the Doimim into a Elikim. How are you able to make a daimim in Beis Elikim? That's through the Eloi that the Neshama has, through his Avaidah. That the, the, through the Avaidah that he's done, the Torah, the Mitzvah, the Tshuva, he's able to reach the level of Havai Elikim. He's able to accomplish and reveal 
that just like the world, which is naturally, as we said, something which hides Hashem, and it goes out of a mitzias and becomes a place which reveals Hashem, that the achtusa yisrael, which is believable, becomes revealed within the world, that also becomes revealed within the neshama. And through it becoming revealed in the neshama, that's how the dira ultimately made is the next possible. So that's why it's a hem shechecha, because it's an integral component. It's part of the kim ha-nether according to the uh, part of the nether according to the Ramban, because in order to make the Evan Hazois into a base Ilikim, you need this idea that Havaya Li that Hashem is uh, his Elikim, meaning is that he has that bitl of the Achdusa Yispar Habilti Balgvol is revealed within him, and that's how he's able to make the Evan Hazois. But on the other hand, it's still, we still put a part of the Tanoim, because it wants, because in one Parat, it's more connected to the Tanoim than the dira. The reasoning is because the ultimate purpose is not for the neshama to have an aliyah that havaya is elikim for the neshama. That's not the purpose. The purpose is the next pasuk. It's true that in order to have the next pasuk, you need this idea. That's why it's part of the nether. It's a hemshich achor. It is part of the nether. You need it, but it's not a something which is on its own. It's not the tachlis on its own sake. So the pasuk stresses that. That it's really part of the Tanoim. Just like you need Begad Lilboish and you need the Inya Vishakti Bishalam, that you need all these Tanoim in order to make the base Lakim, you also need another Prat. You need the idea that have violated Lakim. You need that Prat in order to accomplish the ultimate purpose, which is to make uh, uh, to make the, the, the evidence of base Lakim. So again, that's why it's, uh, it's, it's more connected to Vishakti because it's something which is not a purpose on its own, but rather its purpose is to accomplish something. But on the other hand, it's really part of the nether, and it's a achad, because it's an essential component of making the Beis HaLikim, is having that bitl. So the bitl is what makes the Beis HaLikim. In order for the Beis HaLikim to happen, you need to do a vayda with that level of bitl. So, so now, we can also explain Machloikis, Rashi, and the Ramban. So the Ramban we just explained, but according to Rashi, we said that uh, v'hoya that, havaya uh, lila lakim. Of course, Rashi is clearly one of the tonight. Rashi explains that means Hashem will be a God to me from the beginning, from the, until the end, and, and from the beginning until the end, even my children will be kosher. You won't find the psul, even the zari, which that's the idea is that the actus of Hashem starts from the beginning of his avayda until the end of his avayda, which I assume means the lowest levels to, you know, even his divrei rishos, and even to his children, uh, the, 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 the actus of Hashem is being revealed. So that's what Rashi is holding. So it's one of the Tanayim. So it's similar to the Ramban that it's still talking about this idea that the Aktus of Hashem is, is being revealed. The only difference between the Rashi and the Ramban is that the Ramban is learning that that's the Kim Hanet, that's part of the Nether. It's essential a component of the Nether. Well, Rashi holds that that's a Hachana in, or, in order to be able to fulfill the next part, which is the base of Kim. What's Pshat? Why is according to one? Is it uh, Rashi to Hachana? The other, it's According to Ramana, it really sounds like it's a little bit of both. It's connected to the Tanai. On the other hand, it's really part of the Nether. It has to do with the difference of the Derech of Rashi and the Ramban that the Rebbe discusses in many Sikhs. That Rashi is Pshutishamikra, while the Ramban tells us Dvarim Nistarim. So Rashi, that's telling us the Pshutishamikra, the Pshutishamikra, the fundamental basic level that Ayidna needs to have is that he's an Evan, he's an Evan Pashit. He's a servant of Hashem. It's not about him at all. It's not about even having any type of Giluyim. Any gilui that he has is all for the sake of fulfilling Hashem's ratzim. So if it's the gilui of achtusai, or even the higher level that 
he realizes that it's all the Shamish Shaskai. That's not an union for itself. That's all a Tanai because it's, the, the Neshama needs that in order to fulfill its ultimate purpose, which is to make a, 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 a base of a king. So according to Rashi, that's part of the Tanai. According to the Ramban, who's Yoyim Dvar Nistar, and he's notifying us of, of those in Janim, he holds that the union of Guluyim, that the Aliyah of the Neshama is also a Tachlas. So it's having the Neshama have an Eloi, that it has these different levels of Bittal, that itself is also a, a, a Tachlas. It might not be, as we said, the ultimate Tachlas of Mechuvan, but it is also a Tachlas that the Neshama has that. And, this, uh, and that's why it's also part of the the nether itself. It's not just a tanai, but it's part of the nether. So it's connected to the nether and it's connected to the tanai because it's really both. That its main purpose, of course, and that's why it's ultimately part of the, uh, it's connected to the tanai because its ultimate purpose is that it's achana in order to make a dibatachtayim. But it's also part of the nether because we're saying is that this is something which has a certain importance even on its own, that you need the earlier tanayim in order to reach this nether, in order for me to be able to make havayli lakim, which is a nether on its own, Right? So the Tanoim allow you to do this nether of Lakim. That's also important because the Neshama having these Gulim is a Tachlis. And that's because according to the Ramban, who had Dvarn, Imi, and Liyoy Defeim. And uh, as the Rebbe points out in R, this is the Dugmas of Evan Neman. That the void of an Evan Neman is that Mitzad the Hergish of the greatness of the Oren Saif, that even though the entire purpose of this Evan is only to be Mashlam the Ratzan, of the master, the Ratzan of Hashem, and his kavanah is not for himself at all. He doesn't have any kavanah, oh, this is something I want to accomplish. His whole desire to accomplish is because he wants to accomplish what the master wants, which is he is able to have a certain recognition of the greatness of the master. So he wants to fulfill what the master wants because he recognizes the greatness which is in it. But Kol Makim, who hafit shashlamas Ratzan Adayin Tiyadah, but nonetheless he desires that the hashlamas Ratzan Adayin should be through him. So that's an Evan So he has a much greater appreciation, but uh, the bittel is not as great as the Abed Pasha. So uh, that, that's where the Rebbe finishes the Sikha. But maybe just to add a Bader Hashur from other places in, in the Sikha, uh, maybe you could say this, that ultimately the Yisoyed of one's Avayda, of course, is Rashi, which is the Abed Pasha. But the reason why, but you can't stop there. So the foundation, of course, is Abed Pasha. Everything is for the sake of the of Hashem. That's the Yisoyed. Kabolos all Malchus Shemayim. That's the Abed Pasha. But Hashem gave us Seichel and gave us Midas, and Hashem wants that every level of ourselves also has to be connected to Him. So the Avid Pashat is the foundation of what we are, that we want to serve Hashem. But part of what Hashem wants in our service to Him is to also have an appreciation of what, what Adira is. Appreciation of all the Milas will come through Adira Patachtainim. Therefore, there's a, the Ramban, who's on the higher level, saying once you've reached Rashi, then you have to come to the higher level, which is reach the you know, Evan Neman, that you come to a certain appreciation of all the qualities that even your seichel and your midas are able to appreciate uh, about these uh, the, the dira, and that's why, according to the Ramban, the ilu which the neshama gets is also uh, a nether. It's not the ultimate nether, so it's a nether, but it's also a nether which is part of the hachana to the fulfillment of the ultimate nether, which is the dira v'tachtainim.